This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Culture State Saturday. I know this week a lot of people learned I've never had Taco Bell. Never once in my life have eaten Taco Bell. I've driven many of friends through a Taco Bell drive-thru. It's weird. But I've never myself had Taco Bell. Your 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 palate, I can I can't figure out your palate. I can't figure out my palate either. Because I really don't. Like I really don't know what my palate is. I'll I could show you a plate of vegetables and you'll yeah. turn up your nose. No. Who says I'll turn up my nose to a plate of vegetables? I, I mean, roast vegetables in my cast iron all the time, quite frequently, actually. Uh, well, I have a not ve- just not just vegetables, but a vegan meal. Be- you Bella came to is- my house and I did a little vegan cookout. Yeah, and you're looking like, you know, hmm, uh-huh, uh, should I eat this? Is this a dead carcass? I don't know. Hmm, uh-huh, hmm, uh-huh. I mean, you ate it. I did, but you still kind of like you're you're apprehensive as if it's going to come back alive or something. No. It's veggies. Yeah, but it didn't look like them. That's the thing. Because it's been processed. I, exactly. Just exactly. like some of the meat that you've had is processed. Not all. I, I, I see. I go to the local farms. Yeah, but if you go to McDonald's, though. No, I don't do that. You Matt don't go Rule, to McDonald's? Matt Rule did. <laughs> Matt Rule went to McDonald's. And, he got a a McDonald's toy. and he's got Grimace. Grimace is his toy. Hey, I did that as a bit. By the, way. By the way, Bella's back. Bella's not in the picture right now. Bella's currently cooking us up some vegan chili, sir. I mean, it's just basically it's all vegetables and tomatoes. Sauce. Yeah. That's all it is. But that's what it you is. You don't so, like smoothies? Going back to your palate, you don't like smoothies? I don't like smoothies. You don't like uh, uh, grapes? I love I'm grapes. sorry. I'm sorry. Not grapes. I love grapes. I was thinking about grape jelly. You don't like jelly? I don't like jelly. It's weird. How's that weird? It's weird. You know what? Okay, here's something I learned. you're going to learn as well. You know why sometimes you get gassy? Yeah. Because wow. vegan men are seven times more likely to fart than men than other men who don't have a vegan diet. Doesn't make sense. It makes perfect sense. It really does. It's a men's health it's a men's health article. Vegan men fart seven times more than non vegans study finds. It literally doesn't make sense. It makes all the sense in the world. Because um my I actually start farting less when I stopped because like dairy and meat like really messed me up well, in my stomach. You're the exception. Dairy really messes you up. Like, that's why you shouldn't have dairy, like, because you don't have, what, like, four chambers in your stomach, like a baby cow does. Mm. I might. (laughs) (laughs) I might. You might. But anyway, Ben's Health article, vegan men fart seven times more than non-vegans. Yeah, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Okay. I fart a lot less now. You argue with science. See who wins. See who wins. By the way. We are having a debate right now, not a debate, but a discussion about which fan base hates the former coach more. Is it Jeff Bizdelic, Wake Forest fans? Wake they, Forest really hates Bizdelic. They really do hate Jeff They Bizdelic. really hate See, Bizdelic. I was actually wondering, is it Bizdelic or is it Danny Manning? No. Because no. I know there's some animosity towards Danny I, Manning. I don't, I don't think there's – I think there's more indifference towards Danny Manning okay. versus animosity. Like, Danny Manning – also try to fix what Bizdelic did. Yeah. Like, think about Wake Forest before Bizdelic. You know, you had... Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the 90s were big, but then Skip Prosser... Prosser was great. ...took everything to a new level. 
You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, he dies, and then he had Dino Gaudio, which it wasn't bad under Dino Gaudio, actually. Mm-hmm. It just was, like, Dino wasn't, um, he wasn't the best coach, but he he really did a good job at recruiting. He just wasn't the best coach. Sure. Bizdelic comes after Gaudio, and then that's when, like, the LJVM Coliseum at, at a, you know, for a Wake Forest game would sell out 12,000 people straight up. Easily. Bizdelic would make that thing empty. Mm-hmm. Like, for real, make that thing empty. So it's, yeah, they, they hate, yeah. Yeah. Like, Dave Odom was good. Skip Prosser was good. Uh, Gaudio did okay. But Bizdelic really killed that place. Yeah. He really killed that place. Mark Gottfried, NC State fans. Yeah. The Got Man. Yeah. Pretty hated because yeah. NC State basketball was kind of teetering a little bit, but he ran the thing to the ground. They had the whole stuff with Dennis Smith Jr., yeah. NCAA stuff. And that's kind of, that kind of hung over NC State basketball, men's basketball for a while because their questions, okay, we're going to have postseason bans, reduction in scholarships. There's, I there mean, are it's questions. Still, it's still impacting them now. It's impacting yeah. They're, now you, they're coming out of it. There's there's a uh, an argument that Robert Dillingham, the five-star from Charlotte, that mm-hmm. is going to go, I think he's uh, committed to Carolina. Okay. Was at one point committed to NC State. Sure. You could say that's probably one of the reasons why he he backed out mm-hmm. of NC State. Speaking of Carolina, Matt Doherty, yeah, <laughs> they do. They not. hate him. I don't. I was thinking, and it's more than just the fan base. They don't like him at Carolina. Yeah, like at the actual school, they don't like him. Yeah, that might be a different, like a different level, different level of hate. Because Matt Rule could potentially hate. be liked inside the Panthers' office. Sure, right? from all accounts and from people I talk to. Yeah. Matt Rule is a Matt nice Matt Rule is a nice guy. Right. But as a coach, it did not work out. It like, didn't work the out. The NFL is not built for Matt Rule. I don't know how, Which how is people fine. feel about Bizdelic at NC State. And I don't know how people feel about... I'm sorry, I mean, Bizdelic at Wake Forest and, and, and uh, Godfrey at NC State. Uh-huh. But I do know that people at Carolina do not like Matt Doherty. Yeah. I know that for sure. Oh, yeah. It's, it was interesting because uh, when we had him on our podcast a year ago, talking about when they mentioned the lineage, when they hired Hubert Davis after Roy Williams retired, yeah. they talked about the lineage of coaches. Dean Smith. Dean Smith. Talked about uh, gut. Uh, <laughs> gut. <laughs> you have a cough button over there. Excuse me. Yeah, I, I, it came out of nowhere. Sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Came out yeah, of and I got got some holes I could put in my mouth. Yeah, you can. And then, um, yeah, Bill Guthridge. And then they skipped over somebody. Yeah. Skipped over Matt Doherty. And went straight went right to Roy Williams. Went right to Roy Williams. And so I felt like I asked him, a legit question. Yeah. Hey, you know, when Hubert Davis took over, it was also a celebration of Carolina basketball. We talked about the lineage of everybody. And your name isn't brought up. Mm-hmm. They talk about every coach and skip over you as a coach. Yeah. Even though you were here also as a player. He started on that national championship. Won a national championship here. Yep. You are, you are as Carolina as anybody else that they've named. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Yeah. He answered that. Mm-hmm. I think it's a legit question. Oh, yeah. You know, so. Mm. It was a legit question. But anyway, mm. Matt Doherty very much hated. But Matt Rule, pretty universally disliked amongst Panthers fans. Very, very universally disliked. We'll get into the Panthers here in just a moment on the other side. But real quick, I know it's still mid-October. It's time to get in the holiday spirit, though, Chris. 
It's time to get in the holiday spirit. WREL Night of Lights is back for a third year this holiday season. Tickets are on sale now. New this year, we have an improved and redesigned light route. Takes runs through Dick's Park. In-person activities like the Holiday Outposts or the Igloo Experiences. And, of course, get a nice, wonderful dose of holiday cheer, Chris. Oh. Yeah. Visit WRELnightoflights.com. Again, WRELnightoflights.com to learn more. Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. I am the project manager. The Designery is a lovely kitchen, bath, and closet remodeling company. We do pretty much any of the utility spaces in your house. If you want to store things in your cabinets, if you want to work on things on your countertops, if you want to uh, have a floor that can get wet or muddy, we're the place to help you fix your home up. We are the Designery North Raleigh, located at 3030 Wake Forest Road in the Holly Park Plaza. We would love to see you or visit our website at thedesignery.com. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Culture State Saturday. NC State on the road at Syracuse today. No Devin Leary, as Graham just mentioned. But... I still think it's a winnable game. Their defense, obviously, is good enough to keep them in it. And something that actually Joe Giglio pointed out earlier this week was back in 2020 when Devin Leary had the broken fibula and Bailey Hockman was in at quarterback. And they played, I remember, it was like a Friday night, they played Miami. It was like it was a 44-41 type game. That's when Beck, the offensive coordinator, Tim Beck, for NC State, really got creative with the offense in terms of how he was designing route combinations, running game, all the different scheme stuff really was getting creative. And we actually saw a bit of that in the second half after Leary went out because he got hurt about three minutes left in the qu- in the third quarter. That's when you actually started seeing some creativity actually come out from NC State's offense. And this is what infuriates a lot of NC State fans. It's like, why weren't you doing that with Devin Leary? But that's a different conversation. I think they can find that today, and I think they actually – lack of a better term, an advantage it gives them is that Syracuse might not really know what to expect right. from this offense. How do you game plan? Because you just don't know what they're going to do. It's one thing when you see an offense consistently running things week after week after week, but now you just, you're not entirely sure what Chambers is going to bring when it comes to throwing the ball because we haven't seen it yet. But in terms of how they're going to use guys like Thera Thomas and different ways to get guys the ball they're able to move the ball. Granted, they only got field goals, but they moved the ball when they needed to against Florida State. 
in order in that comeback win. So I don't know. Maybe that gives NC State somewhat of an advantage this week against Syracuse. I'm not entirely sure. But, again, it's hard to game plan against somebody you just don't know. Well, Jack Chambers, here's the thing. Jack Chambers is not like he can't throw the ball. Right? No, like, you know, this, big South player of the year. It was interesting because, um, you know, with last week when he came in, they, he, he threw the one, you know, deep ball. Yeah. Just missed. And so the the way that the announcers talked about him was as if he is not capable of throwing the ball. Mm-hmm. No, he's he's capable of throwing yeah. the ball so much, you know, a lot. Like, he had a year where he threw over 2,500 yards in 2021. For um, Charleston Southern, right? Um, he can he can he can sling it. He has over five thousand you know passing yards in his in his college career. Yeah, he was Big South Player of the Year, his Conference Player of the Year, Charleston. Southern so he year. he definitely has that ability. Um, I think the interesting thing that this is going to do because Devin Leary is such a stagnant pocket guy, which is fine. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Um, now Jack Chambers as a run threat, along with Sumo Karn Bay in Houston back there with yeah. all kinds of things like you guys they could end up turning into Georgia Tech as far as the running attack. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, back there cuz you Johnson, just Georgia Tech? you just don't know where it'll come from. Mm-hmm. Um and and then along with the fact that maybe you think he's going to pull it and run and and then maybe he could just stop and and throw it and there Thomas could be there for a long game. So I, I am interested in seeing how creative they will get with him with that, but I'm also interested to see how much they are maybe some of last week was a little gamesmanship let's let's not put too much of his passing on tape so that yeah Syracuse doesn't know exactly what to do uh I see what you're saying in that but I think in the moment when you're down against Florida State you're you're just thinking all right what do we gotta do to just to make this come back and win yeah I agree. I agree. But yeah. Also, like Dave Doran is so cerebral I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt it that he's also thinking ahead just a little bit okay Okay, like he's doing he's saying. doing what he's doing to to win in the moment. Yeah, but I just feel like he's also so cerebral that he knows what he's doing ahead of time. Yeah, he's, I, he's probably thought about this. I, I think I get what you're saying. Plus, as well as that, when you are organizing your game plan for the week, you are obviously building it around with knowing that Leary's going to be quarterback. So, knowing that Chambers is not going to start, you can just reformulate your game plan a little right. bit different. So, I, I'm I get what you're saying, but I don't know if 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 you're losing in a game and you already are starting to look forward to next week, it's probably not a good thing when you, when you have a chance to, to make a comeback. I, I get what you're saying. I'm not sure I fully buy into that, though. I'm not sure I fully buy into Not that, that you're looking into next week. Yeah. But you know that there's a certain – like, you can't tell me that in a game plan, you, real, you understand that you're going to hold off on a certain aspect of your game because you want to be able to surprise another team. Yeah, I no, I get what you're saying, you, you but, know what I'm saying? but that's but that's part like of you like don't, you don't put everything out there. Yeah, but that's part of the the game plan during the week, not in the moment. I got you. Yeah, not in the moment type thing. Now, I think it's going to be a good game against Syracuse, the tight one. Syracuse is actually a 3-point favorite in this game for for people who enjoy betting lines and stuff out there. Now, they're the home team. The you home get 3 team. points automatically, yeah. so really it's a pick 'em type game, though on the money line NC State's a plus 140. The over-under is 42.5. Take the under. I don't think if, I, I don't think any team gets above 20 in this game. Mm, yeah. I don't think so. Or now, first one to 20 wins. Yeah. Probably. Like Thursday Night Football, first to 12 wins. Yeah. Now, Sean Tucker, the running back for Syracuse, some people actually voted him for conference player of the year during the preseason just because they knew that he was going to carry that offense, and he has. 
Now, in terms of a passing game, in terms of the scheme now that Syracuse is having in terms of their offensive output, I'm trying to remember this name off the top of my head. I can't remember, but it was a former offensive coordinator for Virginia. We saw Armstrong, the quarterback, put up ridiculous numbers in Virginia the last couple of years, and then now they can't even move the football. Right. The offensive coordinator, after Bronco Mendenhall decided to step away, went to Syracuse. Now you see a little bit more strong running game, a little bit more stretching the field offensively with the quarterback. That's what you're seeing. That's why you see Schrader has 1,200 yards and only one interception this season. Yeah. Ten touchdowns, one interception. It's a pretty good ratio. In five games. Okay, well, he hasn't thrown a lot of touchdown passes, but he hasn't needed to when you have guys like Tucker who are running the football. So that offense that we've seen at Virginia the last couple of years, again, that puts up a lot of points or has or is capable of putting up a lot of yards, that's at Syracuse now. At least yeah. that system went up there. So that is something to keep in mind as well when you look at this game is that there is going to be some stress on that defense for NC State, but that defense is legit good. Yeah. that I will say, I will say that you can say the linebacking core – with Drake Thomas, Peyton Wilson, Isaiah Moore, those three guys, you can say is the best linebacking core in the country. For sure. You could say that. Or it's, sure. it's one of the tops in the entire country. That, yeah. that's, that's not just being local guy talk. That's legit talk. Yeah. Because there's actually some people who think that Drake Thomas might be the defensive player of the year in the conference right now. I know Brian Brissy out of Clemson, a lot of people give him love, but he's missed a couple of games this season, some for personal matters, some for injury. But yeah, Drake Thomas is playing even better than he did last year, and he was a first-team all-conference player last year. Peyton Wilson, when he's healthy, just shows how good he is. Peyton Wilson is good enough to play on Sundays. And honestly, like if you look at NC State as far as their defense, you know Clemson, the number you know what four team in the nation this week, mm-hmm. um, is the team only team that got to thirty with them. They got thirty even. Yeah. Other than that, they're holding teams to twenty, three, fourteen, ten, uh, seventeen. You know what I'm saying? It, yeah. So you're right. It's going to be tough for Syracuse to score, but then that's also the thing. If Syracuse can get more than 20 on uh, NC State, and that's going to be, the I think, the issue when they go against uh, Wake Forest as well, can the offense keep up? Yeah. So that's going to be uh, the whole thing with uh, NC State this week. Speaking of points, though, can Duke stop? Uh, UNC from scoring points. You read my mind. I, I feel like uh, Duke can keep up with UNC up to 35. Okay. After that, I don't know if Duke has it in him. Yeah. So they're going to have to try to keep UNC, to me, to 35 and under to have a winnable shot at this game. Yeah. yeah I don't know if Duke has the offense to go blow for blow with with UNC. I just don't know because the that offense is that good. You okay over there? Okay. <laughs> I just want to make sure that Chris is uh Chris is you know, okay. Just yeah, I'm good. Okay, okay, you're good. You're you're fine. You're fine. Um just you had a look on your face. Uh, do you need some haul and you're about to cough or something like that? No, 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 oh, okay. no. No, no, no. Okay. Just keep going. Okay, gotcha. All right, I'll keep going. So but I do love the fact that Duke, Carolina, if I would have told you during the season that this game was going to have some stakes to it in terms of both teams, you probably would have been like, you probably would have laughed and walked away. If I would have told you at AC kickoff back in July, hey, that Duke-Carolina game mid-October is going to have some stakes to it. And there's actually going to be impact for both of these teams going in. You've probably been like, <laughs> okay, maybe Carolina and the Coastal, but no. But the the winner of this game 
truly has an inside track to take the Coastal. I know Absolutely. I know Duke has a loss in the conference right now, but we all know how the Coastal plays out. Five and three can win it for you. Six and two almost guarantees you that you're at least going to tie for the top spot. Boy, I'm having a hard time right now. <laughs> I'm having a hard time. I'm, I'm really having a hard time right now. Oh, do, you, do you need to step out? I think I need to step do out. Do you need to step out? I think I need to step out. Okay, go ahead and cut your mic. I'll, I'll carry this the last two minutes here. Chris has to step out of the studio. <laughs> He's walking in front of the camera. Oh, boy. Things, things, things happen, Graham. It's, it's, it's funny, Graham. Graham, Graham, you have this very concerned. Did I do something? Local... No, you didn't okay, do anything. Was... No, no, you didn't do anything, Graham. It's fine. It's no, it's not about you. You just have this very concerned look of shock on your face that Chris had to just uh, get up and walk out of the studio for a moment. I guess this is just Some, what, what they mean by live radio. Culture State Saturday. Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. I am the project manager. The Designery is a lovely kitchen, bath, and closet remodeling company. We do pretty much any of the utility spaces in your house. If you want to store things in your cabinets, if you want to work on things on your countertops, if you want to uh, have a floor that can get wet or muddy, we're the place to help you fix your home up. We are the Designery North Raleigh, located at 3030 Wake Forest Road in the Holly Park Plaza. We would love to see you or visit our website at thedesignery.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.